Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody. It's episode number 29. I'm Vince. I'm here with Darren and Libby. Hello. Thanks for coming back again and putting up with us and enjoying some of the things we talk about. We had to start rolling the microphone real quick here because Vince was about to show us a video because he was surprised we've never seen it before. It's so great. And I'm not quite sure why it came up because we have some work conversations off mic, but it's the video of the... Tim Hortons. Well, I googled Tim Hortons shitter, and that's how I got to it. So, <laughs> the, the the poo throwing incident at Tim Hortons. We can say poo, right? So, uh, why can't just, we say I shit? Can, we can say it all. I just have to put parental guidance. All right then. So I googled Tim Hortons shitter, and I got the video, and I can't believe Darren and Libby have not seen it. So this is their I, reaction. I haven't seen it because I didn't. I couldn't bear to watch it. Well, well maybe you shouldn't watch it then. Oh, no, you definitely should watch it. throw it up on the laptop. No, it's not. Look, she's already... It's grainy, right? Like, look at it. It's grainy. Not grainy at all. Okay, You're here's right. the video. Is that context for the video? And they won't let her use the washroom. Because she, she didn't buy a coffee? Yep. She's not a paying customer, apparently. Okay. So she goes and gets some napkins. She still argues. <laughs> Picks off her sweater. <laughs> oh, just like that, eh? <laughs> Watch! Keep your eye on the poo! Oh! Oh! Oh, and she puts the napkins there. Wow! She went back for a second. Why? Oh. That was very fast. I'll put it that way. Wasn't that fast? That was fast. And like... That was like... She had to go because, yeah. you know, it wasn't a Hershey squirt. It was... Yeah. Oh, she definitely had to use the washroom and... I think one of the issues that we're encountering in Canada is there's really not many public washrooms around anymore. There aren't any public washrooms, are there? Well, not many, especially if you're Maybe downtown. A mall or something, but. Oh yeah, I guess in the mall. But when you're outside of a mall, which the malls are closing now too, right? Where we live, I don't think there's. When you're any public washroom, like a pool well, party or two in the parks. Yeah. Not many parks have them. The, the hardest part is if you're downtown, like downtown Toronto. When I did a lot of work there, downtown Toronto, you're hard pressed. Yeah. And most of them, they have codes on their washing doors. The washing door core is on your receipt. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, of course, depending on how warped your sense of humor is, I guess. But still, you know, it's a lesson. Like, she had to go. <laughs> Maybe yeah. she didn't have to throw, but she had to go. Yeah, yeah she didn't have to throw. You know, if she didn't have any money, which is very possible she didn't, and she had to go, then what do you do? I think that really got the conversation started. Did Tim Hortons actually make some changes because of that? I'm not sure if there's any official changes that were made. Something's happened, though. They don't want it to be known that they are a public washer. And I understand that. I spent a lot of hours over the last couple of years working in downtown Toronto, and it's difficult to go to the washroom. The real responsibility is with the government, right? The municipal government to provide something like that. Provide something. Even more difficult for women, right? Like They want your money. I can't buy something every time I gotta go pee. I'm old. I pee a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be broke. So what are you drinking there talking about peeing? Uh, Red wine. Have you ever tried it? I have tried it, yeah. My first glass, so it's really quite nice. Vince was lamenting his local 
alcohol store had lost a, a great asset and now their manager isn't quite as up on wine as he'd like. The last manager, I, I'm not quite sure what his title, but his name was Steve and he was fantastic and he retired. Steve was good because you gave us an example. Steve was the kind of guy that, let's say you were having a good buddy over with his wife, you were pairing it with an Italian dinner. You could walk in and talk to Steve and you could tell him the food you were having, you could tell him even the company and, you know, he would already know a little bit about what you've bought in the past because he was the only one you dealt with and he could give great recommendations and you could tell him your price. You know, I want to spend under 20 bucks. He'd be great giving you a wine under 20 bucks. That service isn't really there anymore. It's a shame because there's a real depth to being a wine connoisseur. You gotta know your stuff, yeah. I did a couple of courses. I did the WSET beginner and intermediate course. Right. What is that? What's WSET? something or other. Oh, yeah? It was really interesting. Right. Really deep. I had to do an exam and everything. Yeah, you learn all about the different grapes, different countries. What I found most interesting about the course is that on the first lesson, well, you did it every lesson, but he gave you like a tray of 100 vials. And it was a scent. So each, so the first one was apple, number two was vanilla. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what they were, yeah. but you had to smell each of them. There was a lot of them. It was either a 50 or a 100. It seems lot. like it'd be easy, but I bet it was really hard. The first time I think I got two or three right. Yeah. Yeah. It was mortifying. Yeah. So they're all vanilla. Oh, mm, yeah, vanilla. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's vanilla. And then you think all the others are chocolate. It's just so hard. And it was so interesting. This is a learned skill. Yeah. Oh, sure. I think there was about 20 lessons. It was really involved. And by the end, I was up to like 23 out of 100 or something. I think I ever want to be that picky about it. So interesting because it just gives yeah. so much insight into what a good wine is. Right. But if you're going to have a wine and then to actually figure out what the notes are, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and I definitely want somebody who has done that. Another thing that was good about Steve was that it made me feel good paying LCBO prices. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, What's the LCBO to all our listeners out of Oh, the, I'm sorry, stands for the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. For a number of years, it was the only place you could go and purchase your spirits and your alcohol, right? Now we do have well, grocery storage, but yeah, oh, it's very odd. What is it called? Post-Puritan environment? Maybe a better term is we're on a, a long-term Puritan recovery schedule. Cripes. You can buy beer in the superstore now, so that's good. And some really good beers. You can't get wine yet, though, can you? Just beer and cider, right? Canadian wines can set up shop in the grocery stores. Oh, can they? It's been a long time they've been able to do that. Yeah, Livy seems to buy a lot of the beer at the grocery stores. But it's not cheaper. No, no. Well, there's no deals on alcohol in Canada. It's just a straight-up smack to the face. (laughs) Huge taxes, right? Do you know what our gas is in Owensville? I know on sound, I think you said it was a buck forty. Just under a liter. buck forty. Yeah. It's a yeah. dollar twenty-five in Meaford. You live far enough away, I guess, where a couple gas stations can pretty much band together and uh, <laughs> fix the price. Twenty-two minutes away and it's eleven cents swing in gas. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reality is, I mean, if you can charge higher gas prices and people still come, then you now why wouldn't you? If I owned a gas station, I'd probably do that. Everyone wants to make more money. I guess you need government to get involved to step in and bring it down. What else can you do? Yeah, but what happens when government steps on and takes it over and then they decide that, ooh, we can get 180. (laughs) 
<laughs> because people now have no other choice, and that's what they did with our liquor, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. What else are we going to talk about? Star Wars? I heard something about Star Wars. What was that? That the currency of Star Wars is actually Bitcoin. Please explain. Oh, yes. In the future, when there is Star Wars, it's probably Bitcoin they're using. Interplanetary money that's accepted everywhere. Used on a truly decentralized, global, but universal scale. Nice. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Is there any bank in Star Wars? Oh, hold on. Maybe they don't need bank. Maybe there's no banks in Star Wars because they're using Bitcoin. Have you ever seen money exchanged in Star Wars? They have little things and they go, here's 100 credits. Yeah, Ray exchanged some money. Was it credits or dollars? or? It was some kind of credit that she got food for, wasn't it? Dalek credits or something. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. That was on Jakku. It was on Jakku. But was it the same currency used what on Tatooine? What was the currency on Jakku called in Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. In case anyone doesn't know, uh, our podcaster Vince uh, asks his phone questions. He loves his phone. Is it Siri? I, I've got this microphone thing and I hit it and I ask it. It's the Android version of Siri. Yeah. Well, why would I sit there and type it? I know. What's the name? Is it Chuck or something? Ask Chuck. It's OK Google. OK Google. Well, I've got a friend who has Google in her house. And like we went downstairs oh, to our Google basement home. and she went, music Google. And, and suddenly the music starts playing. I got Google Home. Amazon, oh, Amazon yeah, in has kitchen. that. And Apple has their own versions. Of she was turning on the lights. She was doing everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to buy all those kind of lights. I bought it a couple of years ago. I bought it in the yeah. States before it was sold here. Oh, really? So I've got the U.S. version, so I get U.S. news. It's interesting because there's never an unanswered question. Right. Even a really random question. It knows the answer to, you know, almost anything. Yeah, and it yeah. plays music, especially if you're on Spotify. It syncs with your Spotify account, so you can just say, Google, play this playlist, and it starts playing it. You see, that's nice. I like that. I don't like the idea that it's always listening. It is always listening. That makes me not happy. Yeah. Mm-mm. Or in a sort of Big Brother kind of way. Absolutely. It's proven that it's always listening to conversations. Carrie brought up an incident one time. She knows for sure she didn't start a search on her computer for it, but she believes that Google Home picked up a conversation we were having and started sending her information. It's always listening to advertise to you. One in the paper the other day about a Google Home broke up a marriage or revealed an affair or something. You can trigger it to get it to start listening to you, but if it really is truly hooked up to all your stuff, it can like send texts for you. It can order food for you. The whole Big Brother thing's a little weird. I try not to really think about it too much, but... Well, it's interesting because you don't really have much of a Facebook presence because you don't like sharing personal information for various yes. reasons. I mean, I don't either, right? And you got in massive arguments on Facebook with your friends. Really, most importantly, and you're probably going to edit this, but I, I really don't care what most people are saying. <laughs> 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 That's why I got off of Facebook. Oh I, got, I, I, I got on Facebook to stay in touch yeah. with maybe a handful of friends who weren't living around me who I didn't see. You know, like a few friends I had in London. Yeah. And then like everybody's asking to be your friend. And then people don't turn the notifications off. I'm getting notifications about where they're having lunch, breakfast, and dinner. And every time yeah. they stop in for a coffee. It, and I did get into a few 
really yeah. open, open well, arguments. It, Facebook lends itself to that because people are very opinionated on Facebook. And then, you know, if, it, if you find it frustrating, it's very easy to write a little comment. In my experience, it's it's much better not to comment, not to be involved. I just don't, you know. Oh, it's much better. Unless it's very generic, a like, or congratulations. <laughs> That's pretty much the limit of my commenting. Yeah, because anything else, I mean, yeah. why waste time? Someone takes issue that you don't really know or care about anyways, and then all of a sudden you're arguing with a bunch of ghosts. Yeah. In the end, what's it matter? I always found that an awful lot of people, I don't understand why they get so much satisfaction out of needing to get likes. It's very addictive, right? Well, it's a virtual popularity contest, right? Maybe it's the popularity contest I don't get. <laughs> you know, you go to school, some people want to be popular, and Facebook, I guess, maybe. I don't know. I'm just posing that perhaps it's just an extension I, of that. I understand wanting to be popular amongst your peers, though, but these people, they want to become popular to people that they don't even know. Well, look at Kardashians, though. Their popularity translates into millions. Like, it's yeah. an economic thing, too, right? So if I you get popular and Enough. I wouldn't trade one hour, one day with them, even know how much money they have. Yeah, but that's it's not, ridiculous. That's just you. That's not everybody. Yeah, my Google Home is in my kitchen where, you know, we spend an okay amount of time depending on the time of the year. But does it give you like the heebie jeebies just mm-hmm. knowing it's always listening? It does if I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay, here's another question. Mm -hmm. Do you ever find yourself stopping a conversation or rethinking what you're going to say because of it? I have before. You know, actually, I unplugged it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's very useful. Somebody's listening, but are they actually analyzing it? I don't know. Oh, sure, they are. Mm -hmm. They're listening to determine what products to line up to shoot at you. I always like what my son said, you know. Facebook's for old people. Well, it is for old people. <laughs> <laughs> None of the kids, and I mean teenagers nowadays, are even on Facebook. Even the 20s. They're all on Instagram and Snapchat. I like the platform of Snapchat better. I like Instagram a lot. Yeah. But it's interesting because, you know, like the pace of change of technology is always accelerating, right? Yeah. So you can look at Facebook and then, okay, it's old news and only old people use it now. Doesn't Facebook own Instagram? And you look at what the kids are using, right? Where's it going to be in five years? Who knows what's going to come up? You're talking about Tinder, like all these social media sites. It's all evolving so quick. I wish Tinder was around when I was dating. Tinder sounds awesome. Me and my sister took my brother's phone, so he was on Tinder. We got bored after about a minute. I honestly didn't even know what Tinder was, and and I was sitting in uh, a bar in Calgary, and the guy I was with knew it because his daughter was on Tinder. So we're sitting there, and we were pretty loaded by that point, so I downloaded the Tinder app, set up a a little account. (laughs) Well, because he said, he goes, there's people in here right now who are on Tinder swiping. Yeah. So I went on and did it. My closest oh. person who was on Tinder who would have been a match to me was like five bar stools down. Wow. <laughs> that definitely hit critical mass. And then with enough people using it, it just attracts more people to use it, right? Why use a competitive version of that program if everybody's on it anyways, right? Grinder was the first one, the mm. gay app, and then Tinder kind of evolved from that. Because I think you have to press the like, don't you? And they have to like you. I can't remember. Like I said, I was. But it was all very. It was very quick. 
it, it, it was very quick. But like, you're not even reading anything about the Meg. It's purely the aesthetics. So you're kind of going well, where... I just like the map that showed you where your potentials were. And it was a map of the city that you could either go in or out on. And we came right in that there was somebody in the bar. So it's a good app. It's a really good app. It's a great app if you are young and dating. And no, honey, I shut the app down right away afterwards. Well, you are married. (laughs) That's why I had to put that in there. It was more of just an experiment, but I was very shocked by it. We were talking about Star Wars, weren't we? Yeah. How did we get to Tinder to Star Wars? I don't know. Okay, what were we saying about Star Wars? Well, you wanted to talk about Star Wars, so what do you want to know? We were right? talking about- oh, we talking about the money. Yeah, and how the last one was yeah. a bit of a solo, right? I don't want to say bomb. Well, I haven't seen it, but uh, well, everyone knows me knows that I'm very passionate about Star Wars, in particular Han Solo, played by Harrison Ford. So I, I don't particularly want to see the film. So why don't you want to see the film? Because I feel that Han Solo was one of the best characters in recent cinematic history, played by Harrison Ford, which happened to be one of the best portrayals in cinematic history of one of the best characters. So why they wanted to rehash that, when I feel it would have been very hard to even match in any way better, I think would have been very challenging. Well, I mean, the character doesn't change. Just the actor. So it's still Han Solo, the character. So maybe just the portrayal then. You can't play Han Solo anymore unless he plays a very, very, very aged Han Solo. So why then make a film about Han Solo? Good point. But you haven't seen it yet, Lib. I saw it. It didn't put me to sleep, but I wouldn't see it again. I haven't heard great reviews. I think they took it too far. They got too greedy. They thought everybody was going to come see anything because they put Star Wars behind it. And they're starting to realize that it's not true. Well, Rogue One was fantastic. Uh, Like I said, they should have stopped somewhere. And also, I, I just saw The Last Jedi and I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I did. I liked it. Yeah. I also love Oscar Isaacs. Even with Mark Hamill drinking from the teat of the that, weird sea creature. That was the worst bit in the whole thing. I don't understand. Mark <laughs> Hamill drank from a teat of a sea creature? <laughs> oh, didn't you see it? No. Oh. We're going to put it on after this. I am Google. Oh, I am. We should put a spoiler alert on this one. I forgot. We're, we're giving away spoilers now. In case you haven't seen it. I've read reviews about it saying it. people can't even look at the new <laughs> character now. Because of it. It's his face when he's drinking from the teat, Vince. You should see his face when he's drinking from the teat. I don't, I don't see the problem with that. That was hilarious. It was so out of the blue. But then he went on to Spearfish. That seemed more Jedi-ish. He's truly that. living off the land. He is living off the land. I think he did a great job in that film. He is the wizened... Jedi, the archetype. Mm, I don't know what's going on. You can't find the teat footage? You When, when you Google Mark Hamill drinks from the teat, you don't get anything. Um, Luke Skywalker? Why does it sound so much better when you say teat? Well, I don't know if an animal teat well, is, it a is a tit. Teat. Or an udder. No. It is an udder. Luke drinks from the teat. So how do you spell teat? T-E-A-T. It's T-E-A-T? Oh, I thought it was double E. No. Are you sure? No. Yep. You're much better at spelling than I am, though. It must be there. Look, the Luke drinking milk came up. The bizarre milk scene from The Last Jedi. It is bizarre. It's weird. It has a basis in... 
dairy science. There you go. See, he needed his milk protein. That's the only way you could get it on that island. We're not gonna get a teat video. Well, it's copyright, right? Um, it's on Netflix. I thought it was hilarious. Kind of why I like Star Wars. It always keeps its sense of humor. Well, the first three, so Phantom Menace and the other two, I can't remember what they're called. They lost their sense of humor, I felt. I think they've definitely been very cognizant about bringing that back in these last two. I was at the gym today and my hatred of the water bottle and the person that carries the water bottle is probably up there in my top three to five. I hate water bottles. This has gone from light to serious really quickly. It's, it's Vince's rant of the day here. So, okay, so why? Do you know how many times I've stood behind somebody at the gym as they were standing there filling up their water bottle? First off, if you're going to bring a five liter gallon of water to the gym, fill it up at home. Oh, that's why you're annoyed? <laughs> Secondly, who needs this much water? water I don't now a spin class, I go through a whole five liter. I don't understand, when do you five pee? Five liter? You don't go through five liters. That's a lot of water. You would drown. I go through one liter. This spin class that you and Darren are gonna to come to. Oh, one do, liter for sure. Do you go pee? No. Oh, you sweat it out. it out. But okay, but why don't you fill it up at home before you go? Because it's nice and cold at the Y. Hmm. That's the reason. Yeah, yeah. It's a water fountain. It's there for people to go over, <laughs> take no. a little drink, and leave. Why has got a thing for your bottle now? But it's still attached to the water fountain, so I still have to wait for you to fill your bottle before I can have my drink. I thought you were get annoyed about plastic bottles, not bottles people were filling at the water. Maybe it's just a courtesy thing where people will actually sit there and fill up their bottles, knowing that you don't have it's... a bottle, just letting you drink before they fill it up. Maybe. Let's talk about plastics. Generally, I found that the mindset of an awful lot of people who drink from water bottles don't believe in plastics or believe that plastics cause problems. Why do you need a water bottle in your car? Why? Why do people need to be walking in and out of office buildings, in and out of their places of work with their water bottles? This I didn't always, always used to be the case. I always take water everywhere I go. Why? I'm always thirsty. Well, I'm interested. Seriously? I'm extremely active. Why? I get it, but why didn't you ever drink before you left? I do drink constantly all day. I always have. Like when I used to work in London, the people would laugh at me because I'd have, and that's when I used to drink Diet Coke, which is really bad for you. So I'd have like a cup of tea, I'd have my soy dry cappuccino, and I'd have a Diet Coke, and I'd have a massive glass of water, and I'd have them all around me. Always have a, like at least four drinks around me. Okay, I can tell you everything I had to drink today. I had three cups of coffee, I had a glass of orange juice, I had two beers, and this wine. And whatever water I drank from the fountain when I was at the gym. Probably don't drink enough water. I, I, it's a health thing. A lot of people now just drink water constantly. Because they think they need it? Or because someone has told them? Fair enough. But not everybody drinks it because they're thirsty. Because not everybody's active. I saw this thing. It's called a, a bubba. You ever seen a bubba? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. They just they want to make sure they're never thirsty. <laughs> we don't live in like a desert. Or well, anything. you don't know though, right? Like it's not the drinking of water. You, if you want to drink water, you have the right to drink as much water as you want. Yeah, maybe people run around drinking but, all the time. Maybe it's a secondary effect from the meds that they take. Something has told them that they need all of this water because the average person does not need all of this water. I think it's been disproven that the average person doesn't even need anywhere close to eight glasses of water a day. Well, maybe it's like all the big beverage companies with their subliminal messaging. So sure. You can buy their dollar bottle of water. That I buy. There you go. That I do buy. It must be something. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for coming out this week and listening to our uh, rant. And we wish you all a good evening. Yeah. Good night, everybody. 
Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.